0: It looks like an alien from another world, but in the past 30 years, Squid has quickly become a darling of restaurants around the country. You can find it everywhere, from the three-star New York seafood restaurant Esca to the tables of a chain restaurant in Anaheim, California. How has this strange little sea creature become so popular? Brian Hallwell is the editor of Edible East, End. he's here to answer that and to explain why New York is one of the world's foremost sources for squid. Welcome to Last Chance Foods, Brian.
1: Thanks for having me.
0: So what prompted the rise of squid in just 30 years?
1: Uh, Part of what happened, uh, squid has always, big schools of squid have always existed off the coast of New York and, and part of the eastern seaboard. But American fishers were never interested in it because there was no domestic market for squid. So up until the 1970s, fleets from Japan and Portugal and Italy would come and scoop up our fish. And then in 1976, the American government passed something called the Stephen Magnussen Act, which Americanized our waters and said that foreign vessels could not catch fish within 200 miles of our shoreline. And right around then... Uh, a few American fleets, mostly on Long Island, began catching big amounts of squid, and then they had to figure out something to do with it. I know you
0: you did a recent story on this, and you rode with a Long Island fisherman. You described them using uh, a New York City block-long net to trawl the ocean bottom. Now, when I hear that, I get nervous. I'm thinking they're probably catching a lot of
1: other stuff by dragging the ocean bottom. Is this a sustainable way of, of fishing? Squid fishing is quite sustainable. I like to think of squid as the kale of the sea. You know, it's, it's hardy, it's economical, it's versatile, it's sustainable. It's what all good eaters should be should be seeking out. Uh, trawling, in general, uh, dragging a net along the ocean floor, a massive net. I mean, the other analogy is that you can fit a 747 airplane in one of these nets Um, that generally is not a great fishing technique. But there's two things that make squid different. One is they're not doing bottom dragging. A few feet off the bottom, in fact, is where the squid exists. Two, one of the things that makes squid very unique is that it swims in these massive, dense schools, which means there's not a lot of other fish in those schools uh, with the squid. So when they scoop up a, a big school of squid, They might get a few big lobsters, and they might get some butterfish, but they're mostly getting squid, and that's one of the reasons that it ranks really high on seafood watch cards.
0: All right, now that you've made me feel okay about eating squid, how do I do it? How do I prepare it at home? Uh, And tell me another way to do it besides breading it and, and deep frying it.
1: When I talk to chefs and fishers about why squid is so great, they say, one, it's sustainable. Uh, Two, it's local. We have one of the largest squid fisheries in the world uh, off the coast of New York. Um, Three, intensely economical. I mean, really inexpensive. Six to eight dollars a pound if you're willing to clean your own squid. And um, it's very flexible in the kitchen. Uh, You can put it on pizza. One of my favorite versions is a pizzeria in West Hampton on Long Island that makes this squid pizza with uh, parsley parmesan breadcrumbs, which is to die for. Squid is nice because you can cook it just a little bit or you can cook it a lot. So everywhere in between, it does get rubbery, and that's where squid and calamari gets a bad reputation. Um, But the way I like to cook it, uh, because I'm not that advanced to cook, is uh, either in the house or outside on a grill, Mm -hmm. as hot as possible. You throw it on the grill, this slimy gray-pink thing puffs up and firms up immediately and begins to turn white and you get a char on one side you flip it over uh and and it's it's become this solid object that's very easy to turn over you cook it for just another minute on the other side salt pepper and olive oil and it's perfect so that's i think the simplest way to do it but i've also had good experience cutting it up and putting it into a stew or a soup with pasta almost like a minestrone or or uh tomato based uh soup
0: Brian Hallwell is the editor of Edible East, End. he's also the publisher of Edible Manhattan and Edible Brooklyn, one of my favorite magazines. Thank you so much, Brian, for joining us.
1: Thanks for having me. It was a pleasure.
0: To learn more and to get a recipe for calamari salad from Gramercy Tavern, go to our website, wnyc.org. Check out other Last Chance Foods editions while you're there. This is WNYC.